Hello, my friends. Skip once again for the next episode of my podcast, Finding Meaning. Again, just a reminder, uh, these podcasts are just to help us think. Uh, Help me sort through things, help you sort through things, and maybe together we can find a little more meaning and substance in our daily life, because that's really all that it means. Uh, I want to talk today about a topic that can get a little touchy if we're not careful. And so I want to uh, just remind you that I am passing no judgment on anyone's belief system, uh, anyone's religion, anyone's spirituality. Uh, As you have probably heard me say, ultimately, I don't think any of us have the answer anyway, uh, because, you know, God is, spirituality is, the universe is so much bigger than our perception. You'll hear that as a theme. I want to talk about religion today and the necessity or the non-necessity of religion. Now, if you have a religion that makes you a better person, that makes you a more loving person, that makes you a more accepting person, then you have a good religion. Uh, Someone once said, and maybe you know the quote, I don't, but if your religion uh, contains within it judgment and hatred of others, then it's not good religion. But if you practice a faith, regardless of what that faith is, that allows you to empathize, to sympathize, uh, to not judge others for their religion or their beliefs, then you have a good religion going on, and and I encourage that. It's not a bad thing. Religion, like all things... Uh, you know, has its good and its bad aspects to it. So I want to begin with first the positive aspects of practicing a religion. Uh, For me, what it comes down to when it comes to religion is community. Uh, I have really, just in the past couple years, really shed, got rid of uh, sort of the importance in my own spirituality of the need for things like liturgy and organization. and uh, Not that there's anything necessarily wrong with those things, but just for me, in my spiritual quest, they have become a hindrance. And so I have sort of tried to get beyond them. One of the ironies is that, you know, I could not get to this place without them. So the journey through my religious life is vital and very important. And so everyone's just at a different place. There is no right or wrong. There is no up or down. I'm just telling you where I am at when it comes to organized religion. And again, if you belong to a church or a synagogue or a mosque or a temple or a community that makes you better, makes you more loving, then it is a good thing. Unfortunately, uh, not all aspects of religion are good, and I want to tell you why. Religion is really a man-made product. If we look at the history of how religions are created, they usually begin with one central character, one central person who uh, appears to be uh, enlightened or have a degree of wisdom that most others don't. 
And in an attempt to sort of harness that wisdom or to, to translate that wisdom, we create structures around that wisdom. It's a very human thing. Ultimately, we humans are all about organizing things, right? We, we organize family. We organize community. Uh, we are really uh, creatures of the pack, if you will. Uh, that in our instinct and in our DNA is this need to form uh, community, to form uh, cliques, to form uh, groups of people. But inevitably, in the process of, of taking that wisdom that that person or persons shared and trying to organize it, we ultimately seem to lose something. That wisdom is passed down through organizations, through religions, through communities. But the further we get away from that person's teachings, the further we get away from that wisdom, it seems, the further we get away from what that wisdom really is and what it's trying to teach us. You've heard me say in the past podcasts here that we are all creating, and what we do is we all interject, we all inject our take on things. I know that in studying uh, scripture of all religions, what I have found out is that they are interpreted many times through many different lenses by the time we get to it. And so by the time we get to it, we have all of these external pieces of understanding that have been put into the stew that ends up being a religion. And then we argue or we fight about who's right or wrong. It's really sort of a sad thing. History is replete with religious war. Kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? That you take the teachings of of Buddha or Jesus, teachings of peace and compassion, and then you fight with people over the teaching of compassion. It's strange, but it is true. That happens. Religions fight internally within themselves. They fight with other religions, all in this attempt to prove that they are the right way of belief, the right religion, the right way of being. And so when we humanize wisdom, when we pull it down to our size, when we pull wisdom uh, that Jesus taught, Buddha taught, Muhammad taught, Gandhi taught, when we pull that down to our size and we try to make it fit our perception, we lose it. We just, we lose it. We temper those teachings. We modify those teachings to make them palatable in our world. You know, I studied Christian scripture for years and Jesus says to love your enemies. And I can tell you that we have uh, tried to wring out of that everything but actually loving our enemies. Because to love our enemies is, seems almost like an impossible task. And so what we do is we take those words and we either ignore them or we try to squeeze them into a different perception. 
so that they justify hatred, so that they justify things that, that we want. When in fact, that's what it says. It says to love your enemy. If someone asks you to carry something, you carry it extra long. You, you go the extra mile. If someone slaps you, you turn the other cheek. We can't ignore that these things are said. We just can't ignore it, but we do. And here's what happens. When we pull those teachings down to the human level and we organize around it, we begin to see that some know some things and some don't. And we begin to put a hierarchy into uh, these religious understandings. We begin to say that, that this person is in charge of those people and therefore this person knows more than those people. And we lose something. We lose that communal aspect. Things get drawn into that black and white place that is so dangerous for humans to be. Now, please hear me. I believe people are called to different aspects of serving the world. There are some people called to preach. There are some people called to be healers. There are some people called to be artists and musicians. People have these gifts. They should employ their gifts, but not for the sake of preserving power. Not for the sake of hierarchy, but rather for the sake of serving the common purpose. Which hopefully the common purpose of any religion is to foster love and understanding and compassion. If you employ your gifts of preaching or teaching or music or writing in the effort to promote understanding and compassion, then that is truly using those gifts as I believe they were meant to be used. What we cannot do, though, is exert control and power. Because really, that's when the war starts. That's when the internal war starts within our own being, within our own communities, within our world. When we begin to say someone has the authority and someone else doesn't, when we begin to say that someone can come for a sacrament and someone else can't, when we begin to say that someone is loved and someone isn't, when we begin to say that someone else's behavior is worse than ours, we then bring our whole world back into that dualistic juxtaposition. And here's what I can tell you about most humans, including me, is it is a struggle not to think of ourselves as the righteous ones. When in fact, the wisdom traditions of our world say quite the opposite. Those who are first will be last, and those who are last will be first. So religion is really no different than any other man-made component of life. It can serve to better you, or it can detract from you. It can serve to better the world, or it can detract from the world. And I think what's most important is if you're going to practice a faith, you practice it on a deeper level. I have often said that the real crisis of, of faith communities is this, that they practice preservation rather than transformation. That if your faith community serves to transform 
the world into a more loving, accepting, and inclusive place, then it's good. If it serves to preserve something, preserve something that used to be, then it is not. And I have seen throughout my time that not just churches or synagogues or temples, but businesses, uh, uh, community clubs, uh, nonprofits often fall into serving the preservation of themselves rather than the transformation of the world. You see, folks, if what you're doing transforms you in positive ways, then it's good. And it doesn't have to be a building with a symbol or a sign. It can be a 12-step meeting. It can be a gathering of friends who share a common interest. It can be a gathering of musicians. The real important thing is this, that it's not about the organization, it's about the gathering. The gathering of people to make each other more loving, more hopeful, and more kind. That's what true religion is. It is when we begin to try to preserve a power structure, when we begin to think that a building is more important than the people in it, when we begin to think that somehow um, someone is more favored by God than us or those people, and we all know those people, right? Then we begin to be in real trouble. So I would ask that you simply just think about a new definition of religion. Religion is not about preservation. It's about transformation. It's not about what your building is or what your sign is or what your, even your belief system necessarily is. It's about the gathering of people in goodwill to help each other be better. It's about a sharing of real forgiveness and real grace. It's about understanding that every human is going to make mistakes and we nurture each other. We get our hands dirty in the midst of each other's lives to help each other be better. If religion is more about deciding who's in charge and who's not, or whose beliefs are correct and who's not, then it's not a religion, folks. It's a, it's a club. If our religion, our faith community, is about truly helping each other, truly being there for each other, truly healing each other, nurturing each other through life, then that's what real religion is about. So practice a religion or don't. But find a community, find a group, find a friend, find someone that builds you up, that makes you better. And always realize, brothers and sisters, that all we do, all we are, we are just human beings prone to mistake and in need of abundant grace from each other. So may it be uh, that you have a community, regardless of where it meets or what it is, that makes you better, because that's true religion. Thanks all. Uh, I will talk to you soon.